to the reading of the story of immortality from the Brahma Kumaris World Spiritual University in London. The story of immortality is the fascinating tale of a seeker whose spiritual journey is woven from the factual truth of who we are, where we're coming from, where we're headed, and what we need to do. Many new points about our spiritual journey will be revealed, so listen with an open mind until the end of the story and see yourself on this journey. It is recommended that you listen in silence and stillness so that your mind is clear and quiet. Today's reading is the beginning of Chapter 3 of the story. Today, you will be able to answer the following five questions. 1. List some of the things that occur at the Confluence Age, of which you are now aware. 2. What is the Supreme Soul's role at the Confluence Age? 3. What is the Supreme Soul's introduction? 4. What is his role as teacher? 5. What is the importance of man-man above in transforming yourself? Chapter 3. The Supreme Soul Enters the Corporeal World On the day of your third lesson, you are awake very early, before dawn. The moon is finishing its journey across the sky and is breaking through clouds, rimming them in brilliant silver. There are still stars visible in the sky. Your thoughts turn to your previous lesson and you wonder about your original home. This place where you lived with others like yourself and with your father, your mother, in peace. It is all beginning to look so different now than it did when you first walked through that mysterious door. You're not who you thought you were, and those around you in the world are not who they appear to be. It seems that you are all part of a different, more subtle world, an eternal universe that is somehow dwelling inside of this material world. It seems that you are all part of a different, more subtle world, an eternal universe that is somehow dwelling inside of this material world. Who 
is this one who has appeared as if from nowhere to teach you this study for sovereigns? And why has he appeared at this moment? Your mind is very quiet as it considers that your eternal destiny might reside mysteriously in a tiny point of light that lives within you. You look at the millions of tiny stars in the sky and imagine the multitude of souls like yourself living together somewhere beyond the sun, the moon, and the stars in a home of light. After a while, the first bird songs break through the silence of the night, and a little while after that, the horizon begins to lighten. Before the sun crests the horizon, the one who welcomed you here appears in the distance walking towards you. You feel your heart grow warm as you see him. As he gets closer, you see that he has brought some food for you. He sets it down next to you. He watches you for a few moments and then asks whether you are ready for your next lesson. You thank him for the food and as you're spreading out the cloth and preparing to eat the small feast, you encourage him to continue with today's lesson, hoping that he will tell you more about himself. He reminds you that this is the auspicious confluence age, the most elevated of all the great ages of humankind. It is an age of great fortune in which those who have been lost for a long, long time acquire divine vision, which allows them to see and recognize things that were invisible to them before. It is as if a third eye has opened, revealing the subtle causes and relationships that move the material world. The most important of these subtle relationships, he tells you gently, is the one that he has with you. You stop eating and wait expectantly for what comes next. He tells you that though he appears to be an old man, this form is not his true form. He, like you, is a soul, a tiny point of light with consciousness. The eternal being within this body you are seeing is neither male nor female. Because in our spiritual essence, we have no gender. He tells you that each soul has a unique part to play in the world and that at this auspicious time, his role requires him to enter the world and find the very special souls 
who have become lost and disoriented. He pauses, looking at you, and then continues, telling you that he is your eternal spiritual father and mother, and that you are his long-lost child, a spirit, a soul. For an instant you are startled. Your mind and heart expand to try to embrace this understanding. Your father as well as your mother? Not just for one life but for all time? The one you are reunited with here is looking at you with limitless love and understanding. He explains that he knows you completely and has always known you. He has come at this time because he understands what has happened to you and to the world. He also knows about the darkness and vices that have seized the world. Ravan, he calls them, or Maya, which means illusion. He has come to awaken you and to uplift you. He tells you not to feel guilty or afraid of mistakes you have made while you were wandering away from him. The love he has for you is eternal. It never died or even diminished over the long time that you were away. As the full significance of what he's saying dawns on you, you are filled with lightness and joy. It is as if a heavy burden you were not even aware of gradually lifts, leaving you lighter than air. You feel extremely fortunate, like you are being blessed with a special boon and transported to a new life in which you are surrounded with good omens. He pulls you close to him and sits with you in silence to give you a chance to experience the full understanding of what he has said. You realize now the reason for the loneliness you were feeling before. You were an orphan, disconnected from home and family and from the love of your true mother, your true father. He tells you that he is more than your spiritual parent. He is also your teacher, whose sole purpose is to awaken within you the divine intellect, which has gone to sleep. Once awakened, this divine intellect has the ability to find the truth, even when it is obscured by Maya illusion. As your teacher, he has come to tell you the story of the history of the souls and of the world, to help you to rediscover your original qualities and powers, and to tell you what you must do to return home and reclaim your kingdom. He tells you that he will guide you back, but that first 
you must transform yourself. He will give you a magical agent, a potion, a life-giving nectar with which to do that. The secret, he says, is man, man above. As you learn to use this magical agent, your misfortune will vanish and you will be able to reclaim your rightful inheritance. Do listen next week for the continuation of the seeker's journey. Om Shanti, which means I am a peaceful soul, and so I acknowledge all listeners too as peaceful souls. Om Shanti.